Did you know that we actually don't have to build our confidence? Did you know that confidence already lies within us as our birthright? Today on the Sovereign Woman Show, we're going to be talking about authentic confidence, how to activate that within you so you can self-initiate as the sovereign woman that you are. Satnam and God morning. Welcome to another episode of the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in and enlighten society as this old one crumbles. Sat Nam and God, a morning to all of you. Welcome to the Sovereign One Movement Show. This is the third episode of our podcast, and I'm really excited to continue the conversation about self-initiation as a sovereign woman that we are. And today we're going to dive deep into the subject matter of confidence, because it's very important that as a sovereign woman, we really learn to activate this innate power that lives within each and every one of us. So today we're going to talk specifically about why we are not confident. And we're also going to talk specifically about how to activate true authentic confidence, not reckless confidence, which is what I used to operate from, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, recklessness versus bravery. But I'm talking about authenticity. I'm talking about truly knowing and remembering who you are so you can deliver your dharma, so you can deliver your life purpose in this world. And so we're going to talk uh, specifically first about why we are not confident. And one of the things that I'll remind you is that all of this, this, this place that we call home, the solar system, the reason that it's called the solar system is because it is comprised of souls. And when you yourself chose to incarnate into this body temple, you made a specific imprint. You made a specific sound frequency into this world. And then at that point in time, your soul basically created this ripple frequency effect. So it is a very sacred aspect of knowing who we are. Imagine what it took, the miracle that it took for you to even be born. But if most of us bypass that or we don't even remember that, and then we move into some serious blockages as it relates to why we don't feel confident in who we are and why we're here in this world. And the first reason why we definitely do not feel confident is because we forget who we are. And we talked a little bit about this in one of my previous episodes, and you can catch the replay on actually on IGTV, where I talked about why the only reason that we're ever upset and why we forget truly who we are. And remembering who you truly are has to do with the self with the capital S. And what I mean that with that is that you realize you have self realized that in essence, you are not this body, you're not the roles that this body plays, that you have come to a point in your life where you have reached a level, a level of sovereignty that all of us can reach, where you are experiencing yourself in this body as an infinite soul, because that's really what we are. And that's what the big crossroads that is happening right now with humanity. It's a big awakening. And this big awakening is our soul calling out to us. That's why we're working on self-initiation in the Sovereign Woman Movement show episodes. Self-initiating yourself so you can remember who you truly are. And I know for me, you know, especially when I'm in deep in my sadhana, my daily practice meditation, kundalini yoga, 
practice, I can definitely collapse time during those moments. And I can definitely feel the sense of living in infinity. And when you live in infinity, what you're really doing is you're activating the neutral mind. You're activating this incredible faith muscle within you, trusting the process of the universe and knowing there is no time, there's no competition, there's no duality. And this takes a different level of sovereignty. And the reason why we don't reach this level of sovereignty of remembering who we truly are as the capital self is because we have been domesticated, meaning programmed through society. The age of Pisces is the age that is falling and completely falling apart right now. Our great ancestors talked about this, the Mayans, the Aztecs, the great Vedas from the East. They spoke about a time when we as a human race would be moving into the age of consciousness as the golden age, the age of Aquarius, when we would in fact remove the illusion of the separation between us and source. When we would go from believing that God source was in some kind of building or in a religion or in someone else. And we would realize that God lives within each and every one of us and that God is experiencing herself through us. That's exactly what the universe does. Like I spoke yesterday in yesterday's episode, which you can catch on my podcast replay, the universe is experiencing itself through you. And it wants you to have awareness of the different aspects of who you are and to the universe and to God especially there is no good or bad we've been indoctrinated to be afraid of a God that judges us and that once we get to heaven which is somewhere up when we when we die that we're gonna have to basically give up all or basically be judged by this higher power that is so incorrect the only one that judges is you God doesn't judge. God is the neutral mind. God is love and God is expansion. And so what happens is that we have been domesticated to basically believe that we are separate from source and also that God punishes and that God is judging us. And that is why we ourselves live with a lot of shame. We live with a lot of guilt and we cover that up with addictions or we cover that up by changing who we are, whether that is uh, within... Even, even if you're trying to just change who you are in the way that you are not being authentic and how you show up in this world. So you're constantly lying about who you are. You're constantly basically putting up a facade. And a lot of the times I know for me, the fake confidence back in the day when I was very destructive, which I look back and I don't regret any of it. But I know for me, my confidence booster, I used to basically numb it, I used to be able to, uh, I used to take in alcohol to make me feel more confident. And when I needed to go speak, or I needed to do something right. And that in itself was me being domesticated into believing that I wasn't enough and that I basically needed something outside of me to actually make me feel amazing, to make me feel confident. And with time, that is what actually causes your nervous system to actually break down because you're playing. That's what happens when you have a spiritual awakening, when you have a tragic incident in your life. What that really is, is that you are so disconnected from your soul and from your authentic self with the capital S 
that the universe has to pull you back in. You are so in the darkness and it's not bad or good because this is a dance between dark and light, but you need to learn to dance between both polarities and not go too near one. And when you're so in the dark, the universe literally pulls you back so they can connect you back to your essence, to yourself with the capital S. And that is why so many people, even if right now, especially intellectuals, nervous systems are crashing because they've basically been living a false life for way too long. And that's what spiritual awakenings are. And that's exactly what happened to me back in 2015. And it started in 2008, but it led up to a big, big awakening in 2015, where I really went deep into my subconscious to look at all these different areas in my life where I felt shameful, where I felt guilt. And the last part of why we also don't feel confident has to do with these feelings, with these emotions of guilt and of shame. Because the last reason why we don't feel confident and truly speak our authentic voice is because we have an energy problem. We have, an emo we have emotional blockages. Like I have explained to you many times before, energy, emotions are energy and motion emotions are energy in motion okay so when you go through a traumatic event or you experience something of an emotion that is not of high frequency something that causes you fear if you do not have a system to process those emotions this is what i call the swc method if you don't have a daily practice of processing all these emotions that you're taking in then what happens is that these emotions then get blocked in your body. They literally get blocked in the temple. And then the last place where these blocked emotions show up is in an illness. All physical illnesses begin with an emotion. And we are not, we do not feel confident in speaking our voice because we're basically clogged up from all these different emotions that are blocking our throat chakra, that are giving us these emotions and feelings of feeling guilty, of feeling shameful, of feeling like we're not good enough. And we can't use the excuse that we have been domesticated or programmed by someone else. Because in the age of, even though that did happen, in the age of Aquarius, we have all the tools, all of us have all the tools to self-realize and to self-heal. So you can no longer bypass your own healing unless you want to suffer greatly, which causes a lot of lack of confidence, a lot of lack of you taking action upon your dreams, taking action upon your soul purpose. And the problem, and that's why so many people in this world suffer. That's the number one reason why we have such a chaotic world, because the system has put people in the system of slavery, where you have to work X amount of days and you barely get to maybe go on vacation once in a while. Those are one of those were systems that I never have participated in and I'm very blessed because my husband has always really been a scurvy disturbing element just like me and he's really always been really connected with nature and he's always shown me how to basically not be part of the system and my son is like that too both of my sons are just very much their own they, they drum they walk to their own drumbeat and they really honor who they are and and a lot of it of course comes from what I share with them too of course this is like a tribe or a little community that we basically don't look at what other people are doing we've gone within to discover what our soul purpose is and we're delivering that every single day and most human beings will either not take the time or just will never discover why their soul was actually here to incarnate or they are they don't feel worthy enough they don't feel good enough to be given these incredible visions and to be given these missions 
by God, by higher consciousness, by the universe. And so these missions and these, these visions and these dreams, they die. And then they themselves start to die with them. It's a very sad, sad place to be. And all of it has to do with emotional blockages and, and the lack of remembering who we truly are. So how do we bring confidence into our life? And I'm talking about authentic confidence. I'm not talking about you're going to go and uh, pretend or you're going to go basically use alcohol to have more confidence or do other things to basically fake it till you make it because that is a direct pathway to insanity and to a nervous breakdown because that in itself will make you tired enough to even be living here. So the first reason that the first way that we can actually start to be more confident and this is through my own self-experience, you know, exactly what I've had to endure. Because I think for a lot of a long time, I think people forever have just assumed that I'm just I was always very, very confident. Even in my past life, when I was a real estate broker, I was very involved in nonprofit organizations. I did a lot, I did speeches my uh, for women all the time. My first speech, big speech was over 200 women, and it was back in 2011, I think it was. So I always pushed myself to the limits, but yet inside of me, uh, no one knew how much I was actually freaking out and dying. No one knew that I didn't believe that I was good enough. And the problem was that the reasons that I was doing those things back then was to get approval from someone, to get approval from the world, to get approval from my mom, to get approval from all those people. And that is not confidence. When you're doing something in this world to get approval from someone else or for someone to say, wow, look at her, she's doing these amazing things, then that is not confidence at all. That is you just using your um, unprocessed emotions as fuel to basically feel better about yourself. To truly be fully confident in who you are, you have to raise the level of your self-worth and you have to realize that your intentions and what you do in this world is more important than you doing anything. I'll say that again. The intentions and what you in what you do in this world, the intention is more important than you actually doing it. And you, if you don't realize this, you're going to continue to create with the mind, with your inner child wounds, with those re create because you want approval, and that in itself will be your demise. Those are the things that will take you back down the rabbit hole of feeling not good enough, of feeling not worthy. And so it's very important for us to realize that in order for to truly be confident. What we got to do is number one is we got to reprogram the mind and we have to reprogram the mind from guilt and shame. And that's where the core or the, the root of my emotional blockages were actually coming up. And I wasn't able truly to connect to true authentic confidence until I did the inner work to release these feelings of shame, of guilt, of not feeling self-worthy. And, you know, it was interesting because the other day I was actually having this conversation with my parents. And a lot of the times, you know, I'm, I'm someone that really likes to like poke at my dad because my dad, I relate a lot to my dad. He's such an amazing man and he's very charismatic and he's hilarious. And he's just someone that's really fun to be around with. But there was one incident specifically where when we were growing up that we kind of poke at him about because he wasn't there uh, for, for the birth of one of my sisters. And so these, these things, I, you know, I started to bring it up for him and uh, it really triggered him. It really made him feel just not good about himself. And before I've done this, you know, where I used to just kind of poke at him and, and use it as a joke, but this time around, it was really like hurting his heart. 
And I realized that not a lot of people have really truly get to the point of their life when they release the guilt, especially as it relates to being a father or a mother. And I remember for me, that was one of my biggest driving factors because a lot of the things that, you know, in my past life, I wish I would have done more for my boys. I wish I would have been there more. I wish I, and I was there physically, financially, but I'm talking about spiritually, right? And that was one of the things that led me into clearing, you know, my guilt and, and shame feelings. And I told them, I told them that um, when I was hanging out with them, I was like, you know, I can look back in my life when I was poking fun at him. And I can look back in my life and I can tell you that I today I have zero guilt, zero regrets, zero shame as to how I raised my boys, as to how I was a mother. And, and the reason that the reason that is, is because I took my power and sovereignty back now. I fully came around to the full circle of healing. I healed the biggest aspects of my life. And when I did that, my boys completely changed. And I look at them now and I could never have regrets for the past because I see who they are now. And both of them are incredible sages. They're wise. They're respectful. They work hard, not hard. They work smart, but they work on their life purpose. They are just very kind and compassionate. They have their own inner work practice, meditation practice, and I don't force them to do that. So how could I be blaming myself for something back then when I see the results of what I what has been happening now and I see how much they've grown and I see that in fact I have been the best mother to them that I could be right based on my level of consciousness and so I told my parents that and I was like you know I'm finally at a point where I don't feel any shame or regret about my past or who I was in the, in the past I honor everything that happened I don't see it as bad or negative I see it as a stepping point to actually bring me to who I am today and both of my parents looked at me and they looked at me with this eye, with this look on their face. And they were like, my dad, you know, to get me back. He was like, well, if she doesn't feel guilty about who she was, then I'm definitely not going to feel guilty. But I, I really sensed that it was kind of a way for them to release their expectations of who they were as parents and for them to know that they didn't do anything wrong and that I see them as the best parents in the world. And the reason that we don't and we don't have confidence is because we carry these stories in us, you know, these stories about what we think went wrong or these programs about where we think we're not good enough and then that causes us to block our true confidence we're not we're always carrying these feelings of lack of self-worth that then we can't show up to the world in authenticity because we think there's something wrong with us and we think that there's something flawed within us when in fact the only work that you need to do is reprogram the mind you know, reprogram the mind, create a miracle. What is a miracle? A miracle is but a shift in perception. So if a miracle is a shift in perception, then that means you get to reprogram the mind. You don't get to change the past. You get to change your perception about what you think the past was. And the only way we can reprogram the mind, because there's no magic pill, ladies, there's no uh, shortcut, is to go within inward journey, SWC method, it's fast, it's potent, it gets right to the root cause of why you're not feeling confident, which is all of these programs, it's the domestication, all of these reasons why you feel that you're just not self-worthy, that you're not enough. And Sandra says, so beautiful, sister, thank you, infinite bliss, thank you, Sandra, for being here. And Maida says, that's so beautiful, it really is, it's, it's beautiful, and I can share with you from a place from my heart right now, where I don't feel bad about it, I can truly be transparent, and 
And that is what authentic confidence is, is it's a transparency. It's not feeling shameful about anything that has ever transpired in your life. So the number one step we need to do to activate the confidence within us, because confidence is always within us, if we remember who we are with the capital S, is to reprogram your mind. And you can't take shortcuts. You have to be disciplined because discipline is the highest form of self-worth. If you want self-worth, be disciplined with your inner work. People that are not disciplined with their inner work have no self-worth. And the reason that is, is because they don't want to face themselves. They don't want to accept that they are the problem. They will continue to play out in victim roles, not realizing that they are projecting and that this world is basically a magnet. We are aligning to whatever our emotions, thoughts, and feelings are energetically. So the number one step to feeling or being authentically confident is you've got to reprogram the mind. Number two is you have to learn how to process emotions. I look back in my ancestors, you know, and I think about how they were lived in a lot. A lot of them lived in poverty. The ones that I can remember, definitely. They lived in poverty and, and or the ones that I physically know about because I can remember a lot from thousands of years ago, but I didn't physically know them. But I think about how how much opportunity I've been given in this lifetime to actually self-realize and to break so many ancestral karmas because of the tools that I've been given. And I think about how they themselves didn't have these tools and their, their, their survival instincts had to be completely magnified because they worried about just trying to find food and, you know, surviving past age 30 because of the weird diseases, right? But the most important thing is the gift of knowing that I am not my emotions and that I also have the tools and the techniques to learn to process emotions. Because like I just mentioned, the number two reason why we're not truly confident is because we have gone through emotional experiences, traumas, fear, violence, whatever that is. And if you do not have a system to process that energy, it becomes blocked in your body. And now your heart is blocked with emotions, you know, the specific areas in your body where you hold and carry those emotions, they start to activate into illness. And so when you learn that energy is emotions, basically, you basically uh, integrate a system that allows you to actually process them, that allows you to not them later them becoming something like an illness or something that's going to basically become a havoc in your life and that is exactly the foundation of the swc method it's learning how to be emotionally intelligent which is the highest form of of wealth that you can acquire especially in the age of aquarius just like our great ancestors you know they were not measured on material wealth although that came afterwards but like the egyptians they were basically they, they were considered uh, wealthy if they were able to activate energy within them, both the, Shavi, the Shiva and the Shakti energies, balancing out negative and positive, not being judgmental. And we talked about that yesterday. Judgmental means you believe in good and bad. If you are an incredible meditator, if you're an, of a yogi, if you practice the SWC work, the intention is to live in the neutral mind so that you're not judging life. You know, we go through so many phases of this thing we call life. You know, our parents start to get older, our children start to get older, we start to get older. And, you know, you have to learn to live to know how to die. I've said this many times, you have to learn to live to know how to die. 
And the only way we can do that is by integrating these ancient, ancient techniques to help us process the emotions so they don't become blocked inside of our body. And the third way that we activate the confidence within us is remembering who we are, the self with the capital S. And one other thing that I want to say about this, and this has been something that's been in my consciousness for the last, especially two to three months, is we don't remember who we are because we don't even know where we came from. And that was actually a way, it was a systematic way for the patriarchy to keep us basically asleep. To, to force us to believe that we were not good enough because it was a system, you know, they came from Europe, they uh, colonized and they indoctrinated into uh, the, the indigenous people into believing into uh, basically moving into other religions in the name of God, right? And the reason that that was done is because when you, you uh, force someone to forget where they come from, that's a way of oppressing them and not allowing them to truly flourish into who they truly are. And so many of us, uh, and I'm going to challenge you to do this because for me, it has been such a heart opening experience. You know, this year I've been working a lot on ancestral karma, not only within myself, but in, in my workshops. I, I hosted a workshop in October on healing ancestral karma, which really connected me to the to the power of the technology of Kundalini and also just gave me the gift of liberating myself from a lot of cycles from ancestral karma. And you even without doing the inner work or you going within and doing specific techniques that'll help you clear these cycles, because of all the stuff that I've been talking about this year, I've been blessed to actually be around my own grandmother a lot. And my grandmother has been through everything and anything. You know, she is an incredible soul. And I've in my whole life, I've learned more about her in the last three months than in my entire life. And it's interesting because she was born a day after me. And, and I always felt this connection with her, like something her and I knew each other from, from another, from another realm for sure. And in these last three months, I've been able to ask her really deep questions. And here's one of the things, you know, I was reading this book about native Americans and how they honor their ancestors and the elders, you know, and how there's traditions where the, when you were born, you actually lived with your grandparents for the first like three, six months. And the reason that you live with your grandparents is because the grandmother or the grandfather is closest to exiting this dimension and the babies as they're coming in, they're, they're birthing into this incarnation. So the wisdom between both is so beautiful that as you merge it together, the grandmother or grandfather is able to instill wisdom into into the child and you know we as a society we put away our ancestors or our elders inside um, homes and we don't realize how much wisdom they carry within them and one of the things that this book said was that instead of just showing up around your grandmother or your elders and just saying how are you doing because if you ask them how they're doing they're going to tell you a lot of different diseases and all the different things that they're going through my grandma tells me about all the diseases and all the feelings and pains but this book really taught me to instead of ask her how are you doing to ask her about her childhood to ask her about her parents to ask her about the things that she loved to do as a young child and as an, as an adult to ask her about my grandfather who no longer is here. So I've been approaching her this way and we've had long conversations where I have found out so much about my ancestry and, I, and all these dots that I've been able to connect.
And even in the book, in the Native American book, there was a, a, a story of a woman who did this as well. And she was actually an American woman. And she went and visited the grandfather, her grandmother, just to connect with her because of what the book was telling her. And when she came back, she actually even looked five years younger. And that's exactly how I feel when I speak to my grandmother now, because and I try to get her out of the negative stories, you know, when she starts to go into the, the sad stories, I try to just move her into something else. But after speaking with her, I actually feel so much more in conviction of who I am. I feel so sovereign. I feel like I can connect the dots moving backwards. So if you're someone that is struggling with the self, if you don't have your grandparents that are alive, if you do, you, you really need to take the opportunity to go and sit with them and not ask them how they're doing. Ask them about their life. Ask them about their spiritual values. Ask them about all those things and you will learn so much. But if you yourself don't have living grandparents or you don't know who they are, then you can find those answers by going within and asking yourself. And the ancestors will always come. They've always come to me. And this is where I've been able to connect with ancestors that are 7,000 years old, 12,000 years old, that have, has given me the sovereignty to look back and be able to connect the dots in my life. And with that process, what you're doing is you're remembering you. You're remembering the self with the capital S. And when you remember the self with the capital S, you truly raise your level of confidence. You remember who you are. And you also remember that everything is about intention. Because if you think about it, when people attack you, because you're being confident or being yourself, the only reason that they're attacking you is because they, are, they attack themselves and they're not confident. And, and basically you're triggering who they want to be. So for me, every time I share my voice, I always check in my, with my intentions and I check in to see why am I doing this? Am I doing this again, like back in the day, just to prove something or to get approval? Or am I doing this because I actually want to open someone's heart? Am I doing this because I'm serving a higher purpose than me? And then I also remember not to take things personal. I've never in my life been attacked by anyone. And I truly believe is because the reason is, is because I always check in with my intentions before I do anything. And even if I were attacked by someone because I triggered what I said, something in me or something I said triggered them, then I wouldn't take it personal. I am so confident in who I am in my true self with the capital S. I am so confident in, in the Dharma that I'm here living that I wouldn't judge or I wouldn't take it personal. It might bother me for a second or two. I don't know. I, have, I haven't experienced it yet. But in the end, I would pray for that human being and I would send that human being love and light and hope that that human being actually finds their truth so that they don't feel that they need to attack someone else. And a lot of the times, that's why we also are not confident because we're afraid of what people think of us. We're afraid of actually making an impact on this world. You know, it's like what Marianne Williamson said, the, our biggest fear is not our light. I mean, our biggest fear is not our darkness. Our biggest fear is our light. And we literally become addicted to the programs of not feeling self-worthy, of not feeling good enough. And it's just a program. And it's the one program that can be reprogrammed, especially right now in the age of Aquarius, where we have the tools, we have the systems, we have the energy work to clear that and to truly evolve and change. When you look at human beings, I always believe that every human being can change from balancing out their darkness and light, but it takes going within. You're not going to change if you don't change your inner world. And truly what you realize after you've done this work is that you're even not trying to change. 
what you're trying to do is you're trying to learn to accept. And when you learn to fully, truly accept yourself, you will have the utmost confidence in this world because you are no longer tied to the illusion that you're just this body and you're no longer programmed and domesticated by a society that benefits from you not being confident. Being confident is a revolution. Being confident is our birthright and it is exactly the crossroads that we're all in as sovereign women. So you can check out my free training and uh, in the link in my bio if you're here on Instagram, or you can actually check it out here below in the description, where I actually share with you this energy work. I share with you exactly what the SWC method is, how it allows you to cleanse and process emotions and energy, how it allows you to crown yourself, because what we're doing and self-realization to remember who we truly are. And I, as I've been sharing with you all week, the first when I first started my inner journey of holistic healing, it was absolutely for healing. It was absolutely for bringing cohesiveness and wholeness to my life. And now I'm at a point in my life where it is about this evolution of my soul and truly being able to up-level my life and look at all the different potentials of what can happen in this beautiful world and saying yes saying yes to the call of love, saying yes to my visions, to my dreams, without caring what other people think about me, or not even really worried about rejection. Because when you're truly confident and you've learned to process energy, rejection is just part of the gig. You move on to the next and you move on to the next and you're just not worried about taking things personal. So you can check out the free training. It is about 55 minutes long. So you'll need some time to be with yourself. This is something that's going to really change your perception as it relates to healing, self-realizing and awakening spiritually. So check out that free training by clicking on the link below. And this entire week, we're going to continue the conversation of self-initiation into the sovereign woman that we are. And tomorrow we're going to talk about recklessness versus bravery. This is one thing we do not want to get twisted as we are self-initiating ourselves into this beautiful, beautiful thing we call life. Thank you all for tuning in today. And for those watching the replay on my new podcast at Sovereign Woman Movement Show, thanks a million. Those that have not subscribed, feel free to find us on anywhere where uh, podcasts are streamed, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, you can find it everywhere. We're going to go in live with these five new episodes here on the new moon on Sunday the 15th. You can click on the link in my bio as well on IG to find us everywhere. And thank you so much for building community and for adding to your amazing, adding amazing wisdom to this uh, broadcast. The other thing before I forget, Sandra, thank you so much for being here. The other thing before I forget is that today we are actually hosting a drawing uh, for a 40 day meditation challenge. And so the last few 40 days, we did a, a meditation challenge where you all participated and you were to meditate with this specific meditation that I gave you to open up your soul purpose, prosperity. And you were supposed to also share, share, because you do have, you had to share every single day on social media that you were uh, meditating. And many of you participated a few of you fell off on a couple of days but there was one beautiful goddess one sovereign woman who kept up every single day and she shared every single day her experience so today she is the winner of a one month uh, complimentary membership to satori wellness and spirituality where is where, where is exactly where i teach the swc method and she will also be winning a beautiful sovereign woman mug and a beautiful sovereign woman 
shirt. So the winner of the 40-day meditation challenge is Grace. Congratulations, Grace. I am so excited for you. You have been putting in so much work, so much work that I cannot I cannot wait to join us actually inside of Satori and you can share with us all your beautiful energy. So congratulations to Grace. I also want to congratulate Elvira from our community, Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Yesterday we did a drawing in our Course in Miracles class and she also won. And thank you for participating and doing and participating in our survey and participating in our 40 day challenges as well. Congratulations also to Elvira Mariscal. So we'll be back tomorrow and we'll be doing more of these 40 day meditation challenges very soon. So stay tuned. And by participating, you also get to win some cool prizes. And more importantly, you get to take your sovereignty back because the feedback that I've received from those that participated from the 40 day meditation challenge is so beautiful. And it's amazing to see what happened in your lives in the last 40 days. Keep up and you will be kept up. So we'll be back tomorrow, ladies, at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And tomorrow we're going to talk about bravery versus recklessness. Thank you for joining me live, and I'll see you soon. Sadna. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.